0: Welcome to the Empowering Industry Podcast, a production from Empowering Pumps and Equipment as the voice of the pump and related equipment industry. Hey everyone, Charlie here to introduce a special episode of the Empowering Industry Podcast. This was actually recorded on site at the Water Tower. During most episodes, you will hear us talk about social media, preview the news for empowering pumps and equipment, and then do an industry interview. But this will just be a special episode with just an interview. We wanted to release this bonus content as a way of saying thank you to Michelle Meeker and the Water Tower for their amazing event on Demo Day and Earth Day. We had a wonderful time and I had the chance to talk with and interview Deborah Coy and Cindy Wallace-Lage about their view of the Water Tower and just how we can collaborate and add value to the water sector in general. I had such a wonderful time with all of these ladies, and I just am super excited for Melissa and what she has created there at the Water Tower. And I just hope that she is sitting there and enjoying this moment. To looking back at all of the success of the day because it was an incredible event with a lot of a collaboration, expos as far as exhibits outside, inside, uh, in the control rooms, the training rooms, and just the lightning talks where everybody got to talk about what the industry needs and and have that collaborative feel and innovative feel to the entire day. Even the building, you felt like the energy was just perfect for working there all day. At the end of the day, still having the energy to create. And I just think that that is a testament to the building design. And you will see some of these interviews that we did, you know, out on the Empowering Pumps social media channel. So just a couple more things before we get to the interview Please rate and review the podcast, subscribe to it. So it shows up in your feed every Monday with new episodes and then tag us on social media with empowering pumps or using the hashtag empowering industry podcast. Also, you could join us on Slack. Uh, We would love to see you there as well. So, I'll put all that in the show notes, uh, but I want to just stress that uh, we want to hear from you. We want you to continue to reach out to us. You can email us using the podcast at empoweringpumps.com or just connect with me personally on LinkedIn or any of the other social media platforms at Charlie K. Matthews. Okay, without further delay, here's your interview. Welcome to the Empowering Industry Podcast. You're one of my favorite people. I got to dine with you the other night, so I'm really excited about that. I'm uh, just honored to get to be able to talk with you today. And I guess we'll just start, let you introduce yourself and tell you you know, a little bit about what you do here. Go All ahead. right. Yep. I'm Deborah Coy, and
1: I'm a little harder to introduce in terms of a title <laughs> than some people because I wear a few different hats, but very briefly, my background is as a long-time investment research and investor in the water sector. I worked a lot of years for XPV Water Partners, which is a large um, growth equity fund investing in water. I'm still an advisor to them. And um, I'm on the board of Water Utility, and I'm on the board of a couple of other water-related companies. And I'm a former judge for Imagine H2O, and I'm just really passionate about water innovation. So that's, yes, that's... That's how it all
0: ties together. Yeah, I think uh, I was going to say, well, you're definitely passionate about water. I want to stay in the water industry after the journey. And she's super smart, too. I always go
2: to her for advice. Uh, I am Cindy Wallace-Lage. I am currently the Executive Director for Sustainability and Resilience for Black and Beach, so enterprise-wide across all of the different markets that we serve, but long time uh, engagement in the water sector. I was president of our water business for the last 10 years. And actually came up into the water space through the technical arena. So I was a technical specialist in designing treatment facilities for many, many years. So it's exciting to see the technology change over time and to be able to be a part of seeing that transformation that we need to make. Still need to make more, but where we have come today from where we were few
1: decades ago is and it was significant it was so exciting to hear you talk today about that i'm like cindy's in the right job you know <laughs> she's finally getting to put all the pieces together to really make this sustainability and resiliency stuff work because we can't do it in these little silos like we've always done it we've right. always been bad about that in the water sector yep and kind of close so, in
2: it's like this is this is we're water yeah and we need to be no we're and open. I'm
0: so excited about your new role at Black and Beach. Thanks. And, and we are, too. We're excited to be able to hear from mm-hmm. you and the opportunity to hear you speak and, and inspire us all. And I guess because you're passionate about water, that's an easy uh, answer to be here, mm-hmm. right? But what brought you to the Water Tower for this event? So I came in,
2: well, initially I was asked and then I followed for various reasons, but Melissa had reached out to me. Uh, I've been talking to her on this journey as she's been seeing where this was going to go and creating this space for many years. And it's been exciting to see her take that dream and turn it into reality. She's also been a tremendous supporter to me over many, many, many years that I have known her. And I wanted to be a supporter to her for what she's accomplished because it's fantastic. This is really a tremendous facility. And then to build on that, it is everything it represents as to what we need to do right? If you look at the opportunities to really transform in this space, to be able to make a difference in the water sector, to be able to make a difference in our communities, because water is so foundational to everything that we do, we need to be much more collaborative. We need to be much more holistic in our thinking. And when you look at the ecosystem that the water tower is wanting to create, to be able to bring those different perspectives and have diversity of insight and bring the community in gosh we need to educate the community right they it's a hidden infrastructure hidden sector so many times and people don't understand the influence so how do we educate and bring in different viewpoints how do we find that uh, i call it a a safe space to collaborate together that you have oems you have regulators you have elected officials you have consultants and scientists and, and everybody thinking together of how to build forward in a much better way and transform our space and not get caught in the old. One of the phrases I used in my presentation today was the opportunity to use the water tower to focus on what could be versus that historical thinking of what should be. And with Melissa and George,
1: it'll all about me all about what could be. So, yeah, I think so. I, um, I came with less knowledge. I've been talking to Melissa about the water tower for some years. So I knew about it conceptually. And actually, she and Cindy said, you really need to be here for this opening event. So I came because I've been looking for, and I believe that this could be, and I'm so much more excited since I got here than (laughs) when I decided to come. I'm looking for the place that can accelerate some of these changes that we need to make because... The things that Cindy has been talking about, to be perfectly honest, have been true for a while, but we're very slow to move it forward. Mm-hmm. And when you think about how other industries move in the world now, especially with technology, things move at the speed of light, practically. Yeah. And here in water, we're just so used to going, well, it we might be risky. We can't move too fast. we got to be careful. You know, we're stewarding the public good. And meanwhile, you know, we're 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 getting, under, left, we're getting under, left behind. We're yeah. getting left behind, right? We're under investing. We're investing inefficiently. And the thing that excites me about this is that it, it has the vision to bring the right people together so that we can accelerate, so we can move things faster. I loved one of the things that you said. Melissa and I were standing next to each other, and she said, People we've been waiting for is us, or we are the people we've been waiting yes, for. Right? I'm like, Yes. Like we gotta just go and do, and I think that we're we haven't done a great job at generating that level of excitement. I said this to you earlier. You walk around here, and you know this is what you read is like a Google campus, or I mean, it's just it's so far on a smaller scale, but you know this is the feeling of of what all of those fast moving tech companies do, which is have the great little spaces where people can collaborate and they can move fast and. This has the feel that it can finally bring that to the water sector, and it's unique. I I've seen a few other interesting things, not but like this. not like this.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've heard, uh, I've been doing interviews all day and uh, I keep hearing that word innovation throughout all of the, you know, I didn't bring it up and it's just, you know, that's what they have been talking about since they were here, uh, this innovative space. But even the space itself, like you said, the, the architecture, design, the lighting, everything has had thought put into it to make mm-hmm. it the best space for collaboration. So you feel good all day. I mean, I'm not drained or anything <laughs> after being here today, uh, which is definitely a testament to that and uh, creating that mm-hmm. space. And, and really seeing all of the the people say, okay, I'm just so excited to be able to collaborate and, and talk to these people that I didn't know or have access to before. And they're they're learning from being here and just talking to other people.
2: Even you know, I think the benefit you have is it's a space that isn't about creating competition. It's about creating collaboration. And so you can bring people in who maybe have felt they're competing in other spaces. But they maybe now have that operation, that opportunity to, to operate in a collaborative, not a competitive environment. That's what I really want to see fostered there com- there's because no, there's
1: competitors in yeah. here. Yeah, and, and it's like, it is like, what are we, yeah. what are we going to do
2: together? Mm-hmm. How do we create something different? And the other piece, I had this conversation earlier today. You know, we're just not attracting into our sector the the workforce that we need, mm-hmm. and we need to get. A much more visible message out there of the value of water and and why it matters to be a part of this community why to be a part of the water community and it's that mission and purpose and and young professionals are about mission and purpose they and they, they are and if you can showcase how it lines up how you're making a difference in your community how you're making it more livable, that you're increasing quality of life, that you are providing economic development, that you are bettering the environment. I mean, that just plays into, well, it plays into Earth Day, but it plays into everything that we need to have happen. And I think it helps address some of those global risks that we see in the environmental space that are quite significant and that have been highlighted for several years now of that continuing challenge. So I think we just need to we need to tutor our horn a lot more
1: and get the best and the brightest. I mean my goal would be that you know you're coming out of college and you're looking at where you want to work and you're like, well I could go to this company and write the next iPhone app or I could go and change the world in yeah. water, yeah. You know, save the world. This, yeah. Save the world. I mean literally save the yeah. world. You know, Andrew talked about the the underserved communities and it's yep. just shocking, you know, how yeah. how many people in this country never mind the third world don't have access to safe and reliable water supplies. It's shocking how many uh, very costly economic uh, impacts happen with declining water infrastructure. I mean, it really is. Uh, it. I'm. I'm hopeful that. I'm hopeful that a place like this can help the next generation rethink what it means to have you know the most exciting career.
0: Yeah, I, I would love for people to come out and. You know, straight out of college, say they Mm -hmm. want to work in water, (laughs) that would be wonderful. Um, I do my best to send them (laughs) a message. Yeah, yeah. this is where you want to be. Mm
1: -hmm. Yes. Mm -hmm.
0: And okay, so I can't let y'all go without talking empowering women because y'all both are very empowered women. Uh, I can see it, I can see it Mm -hmm. with you, each other, and what Mm y'all have done for it. Melissa here, too, just supporting her and in this project of being here. But in the industry, we are. I think we need to have more of these community of women together. And, and so is that part of your mission? Is it something that you want to see happen? Can you all talk a little bit about just what it means to be an empowering woman?
1: Yeah, of course. I think it needs to be part of the mission because we are at a place in, um, in kind of the evolution of the American workforce where women have suffered a lot of setbacks, particularly over the last two years that they are finding that, as we've talked about, you can't have it all. It's, it's hard to work and, and have a family, and we're still at the point in our culture where mostly women are responsible for the families. And so to be really successful in this exciting future that we've talked about, we have to consider the other 50% of the population or maybe it's fifty one percent now that women make up or something it's like that. It's definitely growing. And you know, more women are coming out of all kinds of different avenues of school that can impact this industry. And how can we attract them and how can we keep them and how can we utilize their skill sets? It's and provide flexibility.
2: Yes. Not rigidity. Keep them. So keep to keep them, them in takes mm-hmm. flexibility.
0: Yeah. yeah. And, and I think it also takes us having that community and role models and support system for women. I've been in this industry almost 20 years now and um, is a very male-dominated space. And so I didn't even realize that for the first 10 years, but then you, you start getting in, you're trying to kind of make waves, mm-hmm. if you will, grow in your career and you see some challenges and you don't really know how to handle them. But if you had somebody to go to and ask, you know, you know just their opinion, their support, or even the skills, hey, you have that skill. And sometimes it's just easier to to do that with a peer. And, and we want to make it easier for both men and women to work together. But I think it's something about that sisterhood that really does help you encourage, brings the encouragement that you need to get to the next level. You can tell that Cindy and I have done some of that together
1: over the years. And I know that, I know that she has done it informally with a lot of people. I've heard you speak at a lot of conferences and I've heard you speak specifically on the issues of being a woman in the industry. It hasn't, um, it has. It hasn't always been. Uh, we probably haven't had enough formal support for, for women in this industry throughout different avenues. So it's been women taking that taking on kind of the mm-hmm. responsibility of being the now are now are we big sisters guess, of little, that, yeah. <laughs> yeah that's what we'll go with. I like the big sisters instead of little sisters. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that that I I do think that it's incumbent on all of us um, who are a little more senior women in the industry to take on that responsibility. Absolutely.
2: You know, one of the things that I think is helpful is what I try to do, and I have, and I've been pleased when it has worked well, is reaching out and just saying, hey, I saw this opportunity. I thought of you. Have you considered? And a lot of times the answer is, oh, no. I mean, I'm, I'm good. And I'm like, no, I really think you should consider it because you can do it. And really just that affirmative of you should try it. Well, I don't know that I have all of the skills. That's okay. You don't need to have all of the skills. You have a passion. You have curiosity. You are intelligent. So put your name in. And sometimes it is saying, put your name in even it. If, even if you didn't get the position, it's okay. Think of what you learn in the journey, right? So I think we get caught in like, I'm not going to put my hand up because what if I didn't get selected and then I failed, right? As opposed to I learned in the journey. I learned my name got out there, other opportunities. I had a woman who I was working with and I had, she had come to me and said she was interested in this one role, but she was afraid that she would not be considered. And I said, I think you should put your name in and you don't know, maybe it'll go your way, maybe it won't. And she didn't get that role. But it gave her confidence in another role, which was way more impactful. Mm-hmm. To put her name in, and she got that role. And I have watched her just blossom and add so much value. And so sometimes we just need to not wait for someone to come to us and say, "What do you think?" It is to go to them to say, "I think you should put your hand up. I think you should. I think you should engage in this, and I'll support you. I'll support you to do it." And because I can think, well, I didn't have, really, didn't have any female role models above me coming into my roles. But I did have the fortune of having some really strong male mentors who told me, put your hand up. I'll support you. You can have a safety net. You can do this. And sometimes that's just what you
1: need. I think that concept is really critical as well that, you know, it's not, you know, women versus men. It's really, educating men about being champions Mm -hmm. and encouraging encouraging people to speak up because let's be real it's if you have you know five guys and five girls in the room chances are especially earlier in their career the guy's going to be more willing to speak up so i think it takes champions at various levels and across you
0: know both men and women and all different levels of the organization Mm -hmm. to especially encourage young women to speak up. Yeah, and just share our knowledge with people. Mm -hmm. Like that's even that story. It was because somebody did that for you, right? You, they said you can do this, and therefore you know if you tell this person, it's going to affect them in that same Mm -hmm. way. It's going to encourage them. They're going to believe in themselves Mm -hmm. because you believed in them, not because they believed Mm -hmm. in themselves first. So I just thank y'all for for being here, for being willing to be advocates for our industry and definitely women in industry. Because you, regardless if you wanted to be called the role models, you are (laughs) it. And and just thank you again for supporting the water tower and anything else that you want to leave our listeners with
2: support the water tower and support it in ways, maybe that aren't the fact that you're right here in Atlanta, but rather thinking about other ways to send in ideas. I would think it'd be very open Um, ways to collaborate in your own communities that can allow you to have the water tower thinking of that ecosystem, be willing to bring in diversity into the conversation. Sometimes we want to talk to most ourselves in the water sector an awful lot, and we need to talk out broadly and really bring people into the conversation as opposed to just talking within our own little silos.
1: That's good information.
0: I don't think I could have said it better myself. Wonderful. Thank you all so much for being here with us. Thanks. And that's the wrap of our special bonus episode of the Empowering Industry Podcast. If you want to continue the conversation with us, please tag us on social media at Empowering Pumps or using that hashtag Empowering Industry Podcast. We also have a Slack channel for Empowering Pumps and Equipment. So if you're not there, I'll include that link in the show notes. So look forward to seeing you there and we'll be back next Monday with a full episode. So until then, be empowering.